Hello and welcome to. <laughs> why, why is this? Whoa. You just turn into oh, you have to, Mr. You have Show to presenter. Just snap, no, yeah, you have to. <laughs> All right, I'll start that again. You are now listening to the Liberty Lies podcast. Twice as hot as your soup, and three times as steamy. Hello and welcome to episode three of the Lies Cast. Who would have thought it? Episode three. We would have thought it. It was the plan all along. Three is the magic number. Three is the magic number. And there's three of us today, the same three as last time. So I'm joined with Sean Richards, lead vocals of Liberty Lies. Hello! And well, them all well away. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Josh Pritchett of Guitar Duty. Do, do what I just did. Hello. Oh. Right, so you've, you've set the bar too high. I really wanted him to go, Hello! <laughs> Set the bar too high, dude. Right, should we crack on? Let's crack on, Paul. So let's take it back to the beginning with reflections. So I remember writing the songs in our very first lockup room where we had that massive stage and we had a titty wall. The titty wall. And we the had best. on we had a, a like a I don't even know what size it was. It was huge, wasn't it? An old gig poster of ours, and we turned it over and we just wrote one to thirty. Yeah, and we man. our job was to fill thirty spaces with new songs, and just filling that up with as many songs as we could to go on to what was to become Reflections, but we didn't know at the time. So we started that with the original lineup, yeah, and That's... we brought in the person that. Well, we auditioned for Wolfie's role and auditioned for Matt's role in that room with those songs on the board. Man. Like, so weird. You saying that now, I would never remember that. Feels like a different world. It's, it's a different life, ain't there? Yeah. But so many of them songs were written in that room and written on that board. And Joke. it's ended up being in our set list for years. The name that pokes out for me is Phobia. I, re- I just remember Phobia being written on that wall. Right, number 17. That was number the 17. one I was thinking of, number 17. Because that literally... It was just what did that yeah, turn yeah. into? It was nothing. It was no, it no, was. The it middle was of walk, walk on water. It was walk on water because it, it. it was the first song we ever wrote with Matt. I think we wrote it one of Matt's first practices, <laughs> and we was like, I remember Josh freaking out. Double kick, bit yeah, 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 Josh freaking out. I need to change on my gear. I'm turning to a metal band. Cause yeah, because Matt was a big Avenged Sevenfold fan, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So that was when we went for our Avenged Sevenfold phase. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> one of my overriding memories of the early reflections phase was the things that we had to do to fund it. Because the goal at the outset of making Reflections was to not release another album like a load of unsigned bands had. So the plan was to go with a professional producer, which at the time not many bands were going with. Ramesh, were they? No. Well, not that I can remember around here at our level. We wanted someone to do the artwork that no unsigned band had. So we had the guy who'd done Bring Me The Horizon... Young Guns, Alexis on Fire, Alexis on Fire, and we we had him and paid a fortune for him. Yeah. We wanted someone to master the album that was out uh, like above an unsigned band level. So we had the guy that done Michael Jackson, the Jackson Five stuff, and a load of other stuff. So that that was the goal. Which so when we budgeted, it was like, man, this is a uh, we spent a fortune. <laughs> we well four of us, four out of the five of us were in uni. So yeah. had no money and didn't have a job. So my memories were of us trying to make that money. 
<laughs> so the first job we got was delivering yellow pages. This is before we uh, we knew about pledge music and <laughs> you know what I mean. So it was all literally getting our hands dirty, doing jobs. And I mean, I was at a well-known supermarket at the time as well. So well-known supermarket. Everyone knows what supermarket was. <laughs> Try to be profesh. Then, uh, yeah, you you guys worked in a warehouse for a while. Yeah, oh, the four was, four of us worked at uh, a watch company. Yeah. They um, but they were moving warehouse, so they just hired the four of us to basically stock take, move, stack, count. It's, I would have loved to have been there to watch that. It's horrendous. Well, <laughs> some days were horrendous, and other days there was just nothing to do. <laughs> but working with Wolfie, man, it was exactly the same as being in the band. He just, he just <laughs> did nothing for like two whole weeks. Oh. But I still think the worst one was doing the yellow pages. We That was literally thousands and thousands of yellow pages delivering them door to door. And, and we had only got... Someone luckily gave us them... Newspaper satchel holder oh, things. I remember that. And we had we could fit Bless ten it. yellow pages in at a time, and then you have to walk back to refill that ten. So things we do. We did the, uh, the the unloading on the van, didn't we as well? Yeah. Oh that? god, yeah. Oh, it was the lorry when they had that, that massive it, yeah, lorry. Yeah. And we, me and you had to climb on it and just sling yellow pages at people. It, she st- she rang me this year. She's rang me this year. <laughs> she rang my mum and dad this year. <laughs> she um. You know it's bad because we was we needed money so bad. We said yes to everything. We became the go-to people who she'd ask to do stuff. We did. Wasn't you draw? Didn't you have your little Cleo then as well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we literally filled the back. So I can imagine no just space. like it lowered. Yeah. To the curb. We could do two or three loads a day. Before and it was in the summer as well when it was roasting. Believe it or not, in in England, but it was hot. Yeah. Was that the the Euros? Yeah, we're going place World Cup. And, yeah, yeah. Good times. Good, Good times. well, <laughs> times. It's amazing how we've all changed in like, in general since how then. Life just yeah. yeah, just all a little bit older now and a little bit more senile. More, well, yeah, stranger. <laughs> it's a bit stranger. Right, <laughs> so uh, let's get on to some of the tracks then. So, how does uh, what's everyone's feelings towards reflections as a whole? I'll let you go first, John. I said this in the last podcast when I listened to New Addiction again. Yeah, I'm really proud of you. There's there's some parts of um, genuine quality. I think songwriting, it's kind of like the start of where we are now, like how we shape songs and yeah, things. Yeah, I think for me, I as a vocalist, I didn't know, really know what I was doing. This, this was the first full album we was doing and I've never done that many tracks in one, in one sitting and... I didn't really know. I didn't really know what I was doing as a vocalist. I just got on stage and shouted down a mic. So it's kind of like what we was what we was doing on that album was a lot different to what we was doing before that album, vocally. I think for me, <clears throat> I say new new addiction was a world of difference between the two. And uh, I wasn't doing backing vocals at that point either. Uh, Steve Owen, Matt, and did you do some? Not on the Beggars EP. Oh, yeah, you're doing it with Matt O'Grady. Yeah, yeah. But I wasn't doing backing vocals at all then. And like I, now I do all the backing vocals on, on Fracture and on the new record. I, I, it's all me. Because uh, I, I do know a bit more what I'm doing now. But like back then it was scary. Because you walk into Romish's studio, he has a studio A, a studio B. 
in a live room. Studio B is where all the vocals happened. Full of lights, massive microphone that's probably worth more than my life. And it was like, yeah, let's just go for the song. And bearing in mind, a lot of these songs wasn't played properly live at that point either. But there was some we were playing for years, so I knew what I was doing. But um, yeah, it was proper scary for me. And like, I can still hear little mistakes. I, people wouldn't necessarily pick them out. But for me, I can hear the little like little waivers of stuff. And I'm like, oh, I wish I could do that again because I'd sing it so much better now. But at the time, being so young, being an, an unexperienced, I think the, the album itself is well, wicked. Things with your vocals, like, do you remember when Matt was getting you to play, sing something while he was playing on guitar and it just yeah. wouldn't click for a while? It just wouldn't click, yeah. But like thinking now, it probably would naturally. It would just, yeah. Naturally yeah. come out, yeah, because like, we was going for a transformation ourselves as a band, yeah, I think, at that point. I think it was all getting our feet. The blues in this kind of was gone. Yeah. Uh, at that point and like for me I was I was a massive fan of Thunder and that before all that so it was just blues vocals and I know you you was a massive blues fan yourself well yeah like, guitar wise yeah uh, it was just a massive change it was heading towards more of that alternative vibe so what was everyone listening to around that time because for me that was I know we said it before that we'd had like the Blackstone Cherry and the Shinedown thing from that but obviously in that time in the time between New Addiction and Reflections, we toured with Shinedown. Yeah. And I remember just watching them every night and watching the crowd's reaction and going, man, we need a song like this. And for me, the main one that sticks in my head was when they played Enemies, which at the time was a brand new song. Their, their album with that on wasn't out. So we were watching that and the people jumping, so that were like, we need a song like this. And we sat down and wrote Curtain Call. Yeah. Which, Again, is us trying to copy a similar kind of thing, but to a lesser quality. But yeah. um, I think Fair to Midland had started to creep in, the band. I definitely think musically, Fair to Midland, guitar-wise, and yeah, man. Uh, that was definitely there. There's just a lot more alternative influences coming as opposed to the standard. I think that, because it was, there's such a, a gap between New Addiction and Reflections, the shine down thing like kind of came and went, didn't he? I mean, there's still like a lot of things you can kind of point to and say are influenced by shine down, but that I don't think they ever stuck. I don't. Th- there wasn't enough depth in shine down to kind of stick with us. Somewhat like fair to midland are still a huge influence on all of us today. Stuff like Seven Dust, the uh, Cold Day Memory album. That incredible was, album. I think for every one of us, just a huge... Uh, the Guns N' Roses Chinese Democracy as well, I think that was a huge uh, influence on all of us. Yeah. The um the first Nothing More album as well with... Um, yeah. Burn the Witch. Bullets <laughs> and Blue Eyes yeah, and man. that kind yeah. of thing was a big... Like, finding... I think that's when I started looking not at what bands Kerrang! and Planet Rock told you to, but going and finding for yourself, like looking yeah. on, on YouTube and... Going through the rabbit hole to find new bands. I, I remember listening to Heaven's Basement a lot back then. Like the uh, what was their album called now? Dirty Empire. Filthy, Filthy Empire. Empire. That was that's, that was around the same time as that. It, nah, the um, a single come out. No, the EP. Do you remember when we was we was in Cardiff and we we was just leaving? Oh, we was just leaving to uh, go to Romesh and record. About half nine in the morning, Scuzz was on. We was all living in this. Uh, apartment 
and we t- and Scuzz was on. We was just about to leave. And I remember we just turned our heads around and Evan's basement fire fire, fire. fire. Yeah, it was on the TV, which is crazy because at that point we'd played shows. Yo, know, I remember this. This is just mad. I remember. <laughs> I remember we was at Shine Down. We was in Nottingham and Heaven's Basement were there. And um, they come backstage and we was having a little chat to them. And they were talking about how they'd been signed by Red Bull and stuff. Oh no, they hadn't been signed, but this time they were saying, "Oh yeah, we got Red Bull sniffed about and stuff." And we were all a bit like, "Yeah, yeah." And after <laughs> they'd gone, we was, we was talking. We was like, "Nah, that ain't gonna happen. That's they, too big." They even got a singer. Yeah, they, they, they didn't have a singer at that point. That ain't gonna happen. And then, yeah, we're in Cardiff doing our album, and then Fire Fire comes on. Massive and the production. Massive production. He's in that the, b- bloody, uh, the video was in America. It looked incredible. It was it a junkyard or something like that. Yeah, but it was like the desert and he had this leather jacket on. I was thinking, what were you what? <laughs> <laughs> and yet and these was like three or four blokes that we'd been that they were sitting in our dressing room yeah. on the show they tour. Well we was the one who put them on the guest list. Yeah. Oh, that's that's all right, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, <laughs> no but I mean, you know, it's just it's just insane, it's crazy. insane to think. Right, so let's talk about the producer then. So this was our first time going to Ramesh Dodengoda. How did everyone find his influence for the first time? I think the first time for me was it wasn't as influential because, as I say, I'd just done the lead vocals and Mac Wind and the backing vocals, but like we didn't seem to have that chemistry then during reflections. I'd, I'm gonna be. I, I don't really think he liked what we was doing. No, because at that point there wasn't much singing. If you listen to Reflections, I, there wasn't much singing on the Reflections. We didn't give him. We didn't give him an easy job. We literally booked two weeks. He hadn't heard any of our stuff. We was unprepared as well. We went down, and then we did the songs. He, yeah. he, there was not the one much he could really do to change it because we, we had, was young. We and had two weeks stubborn. to do like. <laughs> Ten, ten songs. Yeah. We want this seven-minute guitar solo here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there was no, there was no real singing, and it was that we had so really. much spaces because at that time when we were writing, you would we had a big sofa, didn't we, in the lockup? So you go and sit on the sofa, and we just dick about for an hour writing music, and then we're like, well, don't worry about singing over this part. We'll just rock out. Yeah. And we just did that. So I think. Really, in hindsight, we would have hoped that Ramesh would have gone, yeah, maybe don't do that. But we just recorded it as it was. Um, but it it sounded massive, and obviously it was a huge step up from anything we'd done before. And it gets you proper buzzing, doesn't it, when you yeah. hear your, your songs back for the first time. It's really time. nice to hear people talk about reflections and talk about individual songs, saying how much they love you. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Because at, at the time, I don't really remember people doing that. I think it's took all this time for people to, you know, like it like we did at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it was before its time. It's nice to hear. <laughs> I've had people talk to me about stuff like Walk on Water and saying what an incredible song That's that is. That's my favourite song on the album. People talk about how much like hope and faith means to them. Yeah. I think it's a... Who's a mouse? Who's a mouse then? Some of the most songs, man. There's some really like... That's why I've I've always felt like I wanted to talk about... Reflections more because there's some really big stories and really big things on there that I think we wrote above our age because we were still we were in our early twenties when we yeah. done reflections. I was twenty one. 
I turned 21 oh, yeah, while yeah. we was recording Reflections. Yeah. And we... Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a story there somewhere. 21. Young. Yeah, there's... Uh, <laughs> I forgot what I was saying there. Totally gone. You were just thinking about I'm the thinking stories. of the story. I am. We went out and had a good time. That's all we what, could say. What would you um, say to us if we could record it again if you could go back just before he's about to record it what would you say to us I'd be like lads you've got to sing a lot then you're letting him sing a lot <laughs> what's going on I think I'd say <laughs> go save it a bit go back in the practice room take out what you don't need if there's do you need a Spanish guitar breakdown <laughs> do you need a jazz breakdown Oh, man. Do you need to have a quote from Phantom of the Opera? Yes. Was that still we did. That, we did need that. Okay. The thing we didn't need was the Irish jig after he. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think that's what I would say. I, I love the album. I still do. I still listen to it. I listen to this more than I listen to anything else from our back catalogue. Yeah. And it was all of our first albums. None of us have done an album before this. And you always do want that to to be your you want to be proud of it don't you <coughs> and we were completely as we are now on our own we had no manager we had no agent or anything like that so no there was no one else to go yeah maybe rethink that but now as we're older and we've toured and we we know what works and you can you can see what you're supposed to do i'd change it because trying to choose a single was a bloody nightmare wasn't it? it was it really was. <laughs> we, I mean, someone else is a banging tune, but there's bits in it that don't need to be there. Uh, realistically, we could have done a radio edit to that song and it, people would have yeah. still loved it. Like, um, some Phobia. We don't, we don't play Phobia. Phobia's a banger. But, like, you, you don't think about it, yeah? I think at that point, I th- it's still a problem now. For some reason, we've got an inability to write a bridge. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Phobia. I mean, a lot, a lot of the songs like someone else is the same. I think. Um, Seek, and then the bridge comes and it turns into a different song. Yeah. <laughs> I, some... You know why though? I think because we try and avoid convention. So mm. rather than going, well, this is what every other band in the world would do. So let's not do that. There's a reason why they're, let's, they're doing it. <laughs> let's make it sound like we've gone to Spain. <laughs> well, we we actually went to another producer, didn't we, for a while? And we were just um, demoing. And um, he, he was amazing, sick. But we, we did one of our tracks. And um, he mentioned to try and do something more conventional. And I think once we did it and listened back to it, it was just, it sounded like every other band. Yeah. We've played with and talked with, and we. I, it I made us, all of us. It made us feel it. uncomfortable. Yeah, I just. I don't know. I I kind of. I, I do, like you said. I feel uncomfortable when we play, something that, everyone else would play. I don't know why. Yeah. I think that's down on us, though. That's not, you know, if you're in a band and you're in a some conventional, you go do it. But we have a problem. But you know what? I think some people, really love, the. Like the expansiveness of it, and mm. that it was proper. If you if you want to know what Liberty Lies sound like unfiltered and what our five minds would make without someone questioning us, 
it's reflections. So, Fracture, which we'll come to on the next podcast, removed all of that. Probably too much. <laughs> our new album, why I think our new album is going to be so good is because we've refined it. So we've we've took everything that makes Liberty Lies good and just made sure that it all works. I think, oh, an Irish jig would be sick here. <laughs> we think, does the whole song need an Irish jig? <laughs> yeah. So what is, let's, let's go around again. So least favourite song? For Sean? me, uh, Curtain Call. Yeah, any I reason just, why? Just melodies and all that stuff that we wouldn't do anymore. I think for me, I mean it's a good, it's a good song for that kind of band. But like, I think that's probably the farthest away to the rest. Curtain Call was more Matt than yeah. anyone else. When I, when I listen to that, I don't hear us. I hear more of his kind of taste of um, music. Can we share the story of the? the huge argument that came around Curtain Call. Yeah, I, well, this is, this is a good point. This is a good, like, perfect time yeah. to put it in, I think. So, everyone knows, everyone who's uh, who's listened to Reflections and listened to Curtain Call, you know that there's a, there's a slide guitar part. And he goes in, like this, really, really. <laughs> That's the slide. <laughs> and there was, there was something that Josh wanted to do, wasn't there? You'd been listening to because you've always and we, we've mentioned this before, but your background in music comes from blues guitar, yeah. isn't it? So you wanted to do something that this blues guitarist had done. The song for me at that moment in time, I wasn't a big like Kill Switch fan. Um, I liked them, but I was still listening to people like Derek Trucks and Walter Trout, Walter Trout, and yeah, that kind of bluesy stuff. Um, Robin Trevor as well. When we were doing this... Um... They all sound like garden tools. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so when we were doing this track, it come to the middle section, and I, I think we all agreed on doing a slide part, but it, we left it to the studio to do it. Which was a big mistake. And in my head, I had this kind of Derek Trucks... I don't think that was the one that actually... He did make it on the record. Did he not? No. He did? He did. He did. So what was the one on the record? The one that's on the record. No, that's Singing? one. No, oh. Josh's wasn't there. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it, it was... And I, I was I, doing vocals at this point, I think, so yeah, I wasn't... Yeah. Was we actually got it recorded somewhere. Oh, we should. Sunday fun day. Anger. It wasn't a fun <laughs> day. No, it's not a fun <laughs> day. It was not a fun day. But yeah, me and, me and Matt just disagreed, and it was just one of them things where... And it was it was quite a tense time anyway. He's he had a different vision than what I had. I think he said a hick blue slide or something like that. I think it was his unwillingness to you wanted to try it and I think that's since then we've all been like, if you've got an outlandish idea, we'll try it first and then we'll yeah. all tell you it's shit. Not just you, everyone. Yeah, yeah. What, so is that, bash- is that your least favourite song, Josh? Yeah. That's yours. Well it's mine as well. Oh, so that was, I, I, I really didn't think that we would be everyone. We haven't spoke about this. No, I, I, I thought I knew it was going to be mine before when I've thought about it, but I didn't think it'd be everyone else's. Yeah, well, quite a distance as well. Yeah, yeah. like well, what? What second then? Just off the top of your head. See, there's a couple of songs hard, on the album that we never play. Spoken Silence for one. But I love Spoken Silence. Spoken Silence isn't Do my favourite, but it's one of my favourites. That's one of them. If I could cut that down, that would. I think that could have been a single if we'd have. That was a massive Alter Bridge. 
What um? Yeah, it was. What's one of your well. other ones that you don't like then? Yeah. Um, see, I, it's not that I dislike it, but I think Blind to the Blind could have been done, done a lot better. Yeah. It was um, quite Avenged Day, I think. Chinese Democracy. You reckon? I think the melody was lacking on that. A bit. I, I don't think it worked. Hard you know who else was listening to it at that time? Black Tide. Black because they Tide. kept on doing all that Spanish, Spanish guitar stuff. stuff. Yeah. But the thing is, they are like Hispanic. <laughs> so it's acceptable. We're from the black country. We've nothing Spanish but at we've all. We've just been to Spain on holiday for a week. That's it. Not even like rural Spain, like <laughs> holiday just, Spain. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> England in the sun. <laughs> so what's everyone's favourite song then? Of reflections. I'd be very surprised if this is the same. And yeah. I'm not entirely sure I've made my mind up. So ask me again in a month's time, and I reckon I'll have changed it. I think for me. Just because it's a banger, like a heavy song, even though it has like a weird. Again, that's got it's got like a weird. What's that slow bit in Walk on Water? What's really weird? They need to be there. No. But uh, as a song, I think Walk on Water. We've never played it live with Bill. That's another thing, which is scary because it's a tune, it's and I think the the hype of the intro and it's just like it just goes in with that riff. It's still excites me now. Josh? It's it's so difficult because even though I love the rest of the songs, every one of the songs I would change now. Yeah. So I think I agree. for me, Beggar's Belief is <gasps> awesome. I just think that middle bit again. Yeah. That middle bit, what, what, I don't understand why we put that in. No. We could have had a sick reason. The end bit of the original, luckily, that didn't make the album. If anyone... Actually, it's still on Spotify, isn't it? Yeah, it is. If yeah. you go to the Confessions of an Effigy single, Beggar's Belief is the B-side, and there's like a two-minute-long outro that just should have never, ever been there. <laughs> no, the bass playing was beautiful, on there. Yeah, but... We Wolf. That was Wolfie's time to show, and that was... Yeah. Yeah, Beggar's Belief, we worked so hard on them lyrics. We did. I think I would be happy to put that on any of our records we've ever done. With, if we, if with we minor change changes, yeah. but like melody is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. everything on it. Like even the, the the recording of the track See, is clear. To me, that's the kind of idea we got from Fair to Midland. Yeah. Whereas, and that's the kind of things I, I listen to at home on my own. I don't really. Listen I think we to wrote that way there. too early. Yeah. For I us. Think we did. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's a tune. What's yours? Uh. As I say, I keep flipping, but I think I'm going to go with the title track, Reflections. Just because... Is there anything you change? Yeah, a lot of it. <laughs> but I still like it. I think it's got a nice vibe to it. That was the last song we wrote for it. Yeah. And I'm, re- I'm um, a big Thin Lizzy fan, and I think that's the closest thing we've got on the record. I really love the version we did at the Undivided gig with the acoustic. Yeah, stripped back. Stripped Just stripped back, back yeah. and like... There wasn't no messy, and it was just the melody and the, the music, and it sounded beautiful. And the audience singing it back as well. Oh. I remember, I forgot what the woman was, there was one in the audience. She was just belting it out. Yeah. Like, all I could hear was her, and you was banging the drums right behind me, and she was the loudest thing, and it kind of made me cry. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, reflections. Sweet. Let's wrap that up then and move on to our fans' question and answers. So... Once again, we asked everyone on the group uh, to send us some questions over, and we've got three questions today. That's so pathetic, the- by the way. There's 300 <laughs> odd people on that group, and three people ask questions. Get on with you. Sort, your, sort yourselves out. So the first, ask more questions. First one comes from Reece Sargent, 
who asks Rob Halford from Judas Priest or Corey Taylor from Slipknot. Shall we all say it together? One, two, three. Corey, Corey Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's by far. By far. Definitely. That was amazing. We all said that at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think Corey Taylor would get very close in my... You know, when you put your dream band together? Because he can do the heavy... And he's got a beautiful... When, have you heard him do um, Wicked Game by Chris yeah, Isaac? Yeah, yeah. Man, Stunning. he can sing. Yeah. And he's, he seems like an awesome dude as well. Yeah. Like he'd come across... He had across that Christmas song that uh, yeah. Yeah. Stone did. Oh, he done one on his own, didn't oh, he? Was, own, was it Merry Christmas My Arse or something? No, yeah. that was fucking, That's a royal family. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did do something like that. Yeah. My ass. Yeah. My um, arse. Let's crack on, because I think we've, uh, we've jabbered a bit. Okay. So the second question comes from Donna Berkey. Who is your dream band to tour with? <gasps> no, we can't say this one together because this is definitely going to be uh, different. Yeah. Different. Dead or alive. What, I, it's dream bands. Dream so. bands. Oh, okay. Uh, you can go first. Then. Well, my answer's easy. My dream band to tour with would be Thin Lizzy. Um, which we did get to. Uh, well, I got to meet two of them when we toured with Shine Down and met them in Amsterdam. And uh, I was really uncool because I met him, and then my my dad is like a massive Thin Lizzy fan as well, and he was outside, and I ran to go and grab him, and by the time we got back, they're gone, which was <laughs> which was uh, terrible. I remember your voice going really high. Yeah, my voice <laughs> was high. <laughs> but who who expects to meet Thin Lizzy in a backstage area in Amsterdam? That's yeah, funny, that's ridiculous. Yeah, Thin Lizzy's mine. Sean, I, I think for me, we, we saw it the other day. Foo Fighters and Queens of Stone Age touring together. That is... Imagining opening for that. Like, that'd be the, like, the biggest gig we'd ever do. Ever. Like, and I'm a massive fan of Queens of Stone Age anyway, but just to tour with Dave Grohl, I think it'd be, be fun. Anyway, sh- sh- Queens uh, or Foo's? Uh, uh, Mastodon. <laughs> <laughs> Mastodon would be quite cool. Yeah, I'll, Mastodon. I'll say... Oh. It depends what era Mastodon, though, because we'll, we'd get bottled... Emperor Sand Mastodon. Yeah. I think that's... It's hard because what you're listening to at the moment is your dream. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like I'm listening to a lot of Mastodon at the moment, so I'll say Mastodon. Josh? Because Gandhi. <laughs> Gandhi. <laughs> Just walking around with him. Yeah, it's really difficult because um, I'd love to do an arena tour. So any band like Foos, Queens, would Biffy. be incredible. Biffy. But... Man, imagine touring with Fairtime Midland. We'd be in awe every night. Man, he, the guy is just... People are going to be thinking, who's listening to this, Who this who's this Fair to Midland? Think... No one's ever heard of Fair to Midland. Well, the good news is, we always accompany every podcast with a Spotify playlist. So on that Spotify playlist, what song will we have on, Josh? Um, Shop Tools. Shop Tools. You're good, you am. Well, you just slip that in there. Oh, smooth. Fair play to you. Smooth. <laughs> so, yeah, so a company... Well, you need to subscribe to the playlist anyway because we update it every month with songs that we've discussed. And there's, I reckon that there's bound to be something new. And even if you listen to a load of stuff, with our three eclectic minds. And next episode, Bill's going to be on. Oh, so banging. he's even more eclectic than us. Yeah. And then the one after that, we might get Miles on. And oh, my God. Don't listen to him. He, <laughs> he's into all kinds of rubbish. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So did you, you, did you say Fair to Midland? I think so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Fair to Midland. We was going to support Fair to Midland in Sheffield before the broke up, which is crazy. That is mad to think, are you? And like, that would have changed our lives. And then we was going to nick their tour 
And Tory of Evanescence. Yeah, no, that didn't turn out well, did he? No. <laughs> he got close. But really, we had a, a reply back. No, we, had a, we had a thing saying that we were next in line. <gasps> that we were like the second. <sighs> that would have been good, wouldn't it? And we, all, we, we hugged in celebration that we were going to do it and it just never came off. Yeah. More true of tragic lies, tales. Uh, <laughs> true liberty lies fashion. I thought there was a circle jerk at some point as well. <laughs> yeah, there always is a circle jerk. <laughs> right, oh, so let's... Let's head to the final part of the show. The Spotify game. Yay! What's the score overall? Are we missing a question? I mean, we haven't... Oh, sugar. You missed Marco Ed. I'm so sorry, Marco. Mark. You know what? I scrolled and I shouldn't have scrolled. Listen to his name. Marco Rockworth. He's worth the rock. He's worth the rock. And he's Scottish. I'm sorry, Marco. Anyway, <laughs> who are our biggest influences? In what? Life. Music. That's the question. Fashion. So... <laughs> Food. <Jeez>. Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's say m- musical. Musically, for me, everything that comes out of my mouth musically at the moment sounds like Josh Homme of Queens of Stone Age, which is a real ball ache when you're writing an album and you're trying not to rip off people. So, yeah, I'd say Josh Homme for me, which is uh, quite annoying. How about you, Adam? I thought about this answer last night. Right. So... My drumming, I learned to be the drummer that I am through classic rock. It's because when you're young, you don't listen to, obviously, the stuff that's out now didn't exist. So I grew up wanting to be like Thin Lizzy. Like, I didn't want to be the drummer of ACDC, but I wanted to be in a band like ACDC. Maiden. Black Sabbath, Maiden, all of those bands, Guns N' Roses. So from, like, 14 to 17... That's what I wanted to be like. And then now, it's all modern stuff. So, my style and influence comes from comes from the past, but is now based on the future. Someone's knocked on the door. I forgot where I was. Influences. So, yes. Yeah, so some of the old, some of the new. Um, new bands. You know what? Tall and massive at the mini yeah. for me. I was doing like, new album as well. I know, yeah. I've only, I only really listened to 10,000 Days as well. But a lot of people say that's not the worst one, but it's not one of the better ones. Yeah. We were discussing this in the van the other day. Yeah, man. Josh's favourite and my favourite Deftone song is the one with is the one Maynard, with Maynard yeah. singing the chorus. Because they wouldn't sing that chorus. He wrote that my chorus, you can tell. My favourite part of any Deftones song is the chorus that Maynard sings on Pastor. Yeah. That's mine too, but I'm, I, I like Deftones I, anyway. I, yeah. I, I think Deftones are sick, but... The fact that Maynard sing that chorus made it your favourite. Oh yeah, he's he's next level. I think to be fair, he could sing in any band with the best part of their song. He's yeah. just weirdly wonderful, like Phoebe from Friends. <laughs> and he's like the vocal version of Phoebe's character. He's a beautiful, beautiful man. Josh, same as you. A lot of the stuff you're doing on the new record, no spoilers, is very. What's in fashion now? Well, see, and because it's come, it's come around again. Oh, well, <laughs> guitar solo is back. It I was, is. I was playing a guitar solo, and you just turned around and went Mastodon, and I was like, I can't. I've, I've listened to Mastodon. The last album was banging, but for me, I I can't hear it as that because I'm yeah. I'm hearing it as what you was influenced by you know what, in the first I'm, place. I just hear it as it just seems like me playing guitar. That's all I think. It yeah, just, I was saying anything. Yeah, well, it sounds fucking sick. I think me and you, Josh. We have a thing where a new, like a new thing will come out. And we'll have a bit of a craze on it, and we'll be like, like we had Don Broca once when their new yeah. album came out. It was like, man, that album is is superb. 
we kind of like bank it, don't we? So like we'll, we'll get mad on it, and then we'll put it in the back back of your mind. And yeah. Then when something comes up, you just like you just pick from it. Yeah. So you pick a bit from Don Bronco. Bro, Bronco. Don Bronco. Don Bronco. <laughs> it's a new one. And then you pick a little from Fair to Midland, and then you get what whatever we do. You know what's in my car today? Zach Brown. Ah. Awesome. You, we listened to on the way to Cardiff. That was very aggressive. Folklore and superstition. <laughs> and it was yeah. And it was incredible. And Sean knew every word to every I didn't know. I listened to it since. Right. So, thank you very much for listening once again. We're off to go and practice now for our tour. If our other two bandmates that are uh, ever turn up on time. They're jerks. Well, we've managed to time it, so we told them nine o'clock. It is now three minutes past nine, so they should be waiting outside for us as we speak. They will not be. So, once again, thank you for listening. We do really appreciate it. Keep your comments coming in. We want some more comments next time. We want some more questions and fun stuff. Just be bold. Just be bold. Yeah, be bold, people, and tell us how you feel. To go into detail about the albums, about what you think of us. And Just fucking do it. We'll see you all on the tour in March and April. Yeah, April. Nice one, guys. Thanks Thank you listening. very much. Thank you very much. See you.